The Snake Pit. And now, with something completely over the top, the host and star of The Snake Pit, Snake Pit. So we learned that the injury for Christian Pulisic yesterday when he scored that uh, monumental goal for the United States was uh, testicular in nature. And anytime I hear of a story like that, Coach, (laughs) I immediately revert back to the last day of school, my junior year in high school. We all do. Your last day is the place we all go to when somebody has a testicular problem. Yeah, they originally said it was a an abdominal contusion. Yeah, but that means yeah, he got a busted nut. He got a knee hard into that area, and again, I'm shocked that he was able to finish that half because if it was anything like what happened to me the story i'm getting ready to tell it is the worst thing that could ever happen to a human male so the last day of school junior year in high school there's a uh, a group of dudes that um all put together that played high school soccer that put together a little indoor team just for fun it was kind of like a let's have a beer and go out there and play and sharpen our skills type thing and so we played out uh, in Arlington, in South Arlington, near uh, Forum 303, if you remember that mall out there. And so we finished school. I'm in the best mood ever. It is the last. We debated whether or not we were going to play, but well, let's go play, man. Let's finish this out and have a good time and go play. Summer before senior year. Bruh. We didn't get so much tang. So uh, that was not happening. But uh, I was... I was really happy. And so we go play this team, and we play uh, a team from LD Bell. And so this was sanctioned by any kind of... No, fun. It, it was just a pickup game. Was it at an indoor facility? Yes. Okay. Yeah, over there in South Arlington, uh, one of the early indoor facilities. And so go over there, games at like 5 o'clock or something like that, and uh, then we were going to go hit the town afterwards, you know, and get a good sweat on before then. And so... Go out there, we play. We're up seven to two, and I do remember the score specifically. And yeah, with the, you have any of the tallies? Uh, I don't even know. I don't know about that, but I know we were winning. Probably all seven assists. Probably totes. So There's unnecessary stepovers. <laughs> God, that guy's good. Uh, so anyway, about forty-five seconds left in the game. Somebody passes me the ball. I trap it. It's just kind of bouncing about knee level right in front of me. And there is a guy about five yards away from me who runs at me. He rears his leg back as far as he possibly can. The toe comes right past the soccer ball, flying in at about 200 miles an hour. And his toe, his boot, catches me square. It was per- It was on purpose. Did it on purpose. He, he was mad at the 7-2. to two. Yeah. There was on a, the scoreboard. Yeah, this it, was not something that happened. It was on right accident. in the middle of it, or was it on? It was on one side. Yeah, one did he, side. Did he yeah. split the uprights, or uh, he got? Well, I'll get to that. So I remember that moment, and I remember seeing his his leg kicking, but I don't remember the actual force of it. And I woke up with my entire team surrounding me, and I'm seeing about a hundred people. But there are only about eight guys around me, and I'm like, I'm so out of it. 
And then I realized what had happened. So you blacked out, and then you woke up with, like, quadruple vision? Yes. And so I... uh I'm out of it. And then my the pain, I mean, you know what it feels like if you're just flicked there, grazed. Yeah, you get the delayed reaction. Yeah, and this is with the, the force of a thousand mules, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm all I can think of is I'm, I need to pass out again, and I need to throw up, and I've never been in this much pain before. And my teammates are like, you got to go kick his ass. you got you got to go kick his ass. <laughs> What a weird reaction to a medical situation. Yeah. And so they get me off the the field. The game's over. Um, They call the game, and they get me off the field. And at this point, there's no cell phones, obviously, back then. And my parents weren't there. I drove myself to the game. My team waited around for me. I couldn't move. I was on the bench and laying down. And I'm like, just leave me. You know, I just want to be left alone. I can't even function as a human. Well, uh, a couple of them stuck around and they went to call my parents. My parents weren't home at the time. A dad on the other team, there were no parents there from our team, but there was a dad on the other team that walked over with his wife and he was like, I saw what happened. I'd like to drive you home. And I'm like, here. Will you show it to me in the car? <laughs> I'll show you mine. <laughs> no. This guy's a saint. And so I remember getting... <laughs> carried to the car and in the back seat as I'm I keep passing out and I keep waking up the pain is unbearable and I remember telling the guy like please make it go away make the pain go away and he kept saying we're almost home we're almost home we're almost home you know and so there was no thought of going straight to hospital no he wanted to take me to my parents first and so we get home by that point my parents had been alerted someone on the team had called my parents they got back home I guess my dad ran out to the car to meet me, and we immediately go to the hospital. And I remember my mom, the only thing that she said to the doctors were, is he going to be able to have children? Like the first question? Yes. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, what do you even... I'm 16, I'm 16 years old. Like, no, bitch! <laughs> Like, why are you even asking something so insane right now? But that's what, that's a mom, you know? And so they kept me overnight and there wasn't, there's not really much you can do. Well, overnight, things started to swell and it started to swell instantly, but it got, the left side got tremendously large. Were you on a drip? Did you have any kind of painkillers or anything? Yeah, they put me on some stuff. Yeah. And um, and so they discharged me the next day, though, saying just you just need to monitor things down there. And like I can barely walk. The pain is still this is the 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 same pain, the worst pain you've ever had down there. Multiply times 50. And then it continues day after day after day. The, what was the diagnosis? Was it a was it a bruise? Was it a yeah. rupture? Y- yeah. So it, it both. Oh. Um, and so there was like a tear in there, you know, but yeah, the bruising was, was horrible. Like within 48 hours, it was black and blue. Both, Every, both sides? Everything. Yes. Everything. That whole area down there. It was so. So you had a lot more girth. 
It was. I don't really like, think maybe, that's uh, what maybe I was. Keep this. I was really thinking that way at the time. Again, you're just trying to me- mitigate the pain more than anything, and so I went. I got, came home. They recommended me to go to a urologist, and the urologist said, "There's really nothing you can do about this. We got to manage the pain. You got to watch the swelling. And if the swelling doesn't go down here in a couple of days, then we're going to have to take action." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And so. You know, again, I'm lying on the couch with ice bag on there, and I, I the pain is just tremendous. First week of summer. First week of summer, yes. And so, you know, my parents are super concerned with everything. Obviously, it's not, it's just not a good situation. And so, about five days after the incident happened, the swelling had not subsided whatsoever. And um, I think I'd been to the urologist twice at that point, and it was like, "Look, I'm going to give it another day. If not, you got to come back here." And so I went back there, me and my dad, Earl, and and so the urologist goes, "Look, we're going to have to to drain them." <laughs> mm. And I'm like, "What? Can you just shoot me?" <laughs> We're going to have to do that, and we're going to have to. We need to climb up on this milking table. Yeah, we're going to. <laughs> we're skeet skeet. We're going to have to do this now, and I guess it, the swelling had gotten progressively worse. I'm, I don't remember the exact details of, of how it went down. Can you recall uh, if we're if we're talking about maybe the size of hail? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it was. It, like what, the, what size? The, the left did you side. Up there. The left side was definitely like bigger than an orange, was you know reaching grapefruit status. Oh my god! <laughs> like it was so bad. Oh, jeez! And it just hurt so bad. I just wanted to make it go away. So, um, the urologist is like, "We're gonna we." <laughs> was it like a meatball that had rolled on the floor and gotten a bunch of hair all over? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought you mentioned it. <laughs> so gross. Oh. And uh, so it was, I go, what do you mean drain? He goes, drain. We have to puncture you with a needle and drain. And I'm like, all right, like now. And so I remember my dad, he goes, he goes, he goes, how you know how important is this at this at this phase of things in the in the urologist like it's very important we need to do this and um if you ever want him to wear a speedo again sir yeah get this did you bite on your wallet or they give you so that's the yeah and that's this is what people don't believe because there i did not take any anesthetics beforehand i just figured i was in such pain anyway what what more could it do and um he gave me his wallet the urologist Gave me his wallet, and he goes, bite down on this, and close your eyes. And Was it like Sam Jackson's in Pulp Fiction, bad MF-er? It kind of was, yeah. Was there a chain attached to it? it, (laughs) Did it have like 50 credit cards in it? (laughs) Yeah. And so I close my eyes, I bite down on the wallet, and I just hear and feel funk. And uh, I passed out. And I think I passed out more of just the concept of it, you know, and 
when I came to, my dad was there, you know, and and uh, the doctor was there, and he was like, "Okay, now we have to do the other side." <laughs> oh <laughs> like, no! I'm like, what? What do you? Do they have a mason jar of fluid there? What do you mean, man? No, I didn't. Did you take with you? I didn't see anything, and um, did the other side, and. But your dad wrote it out. Yeah. So did it look like a strawberry milkshake? The the potion that was next to me, I, I, again, I didn't really look at it, um, but there was significant draining that went on, like significant, and it cut it down to half the size, at least, of where it uh, where it was when I originally went in, and it took about another week for it to get back to where... It would was show it to girls. It was recognizable as a human, and I'm not even joking. Like it was just so wrong. And again, my mom kept asking the doctors every time I would go back, "Is he going to be able to have children?" I'm like, "God, mom, stop it! I don't. I'm care. 17. I don't care about kids <laughs> at all, at all." Um, and then the the funny postscript of that is is I was working at a golf course at the time. At Riverside Golf Course in Arlington. And um, my boss was a good friend of mine and is a very good friend of mine now, Greg Gardner. And first day back uh, is I'm on the picker machine, like getting balls on the, uh, you know, on the range. And this is like three weeks after the, the incident happened. And I'm kind of back to normal, maybe a month afterwards. First day back, though, I'm on that machine, kind of bouncing around. You know, I'm like, oh, that kind of hurts, you know, and this sucks. And then I go out and I'm like kind of chipping balls back onto the range to be able to pick them up with the machine. And uh, there's one guy on the range. And all of a sudden, as I'm standing there, I hear this. And it's a two iron about six feet off the ground that hits me right in the temple and knocks me out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Knocks me out cold. Which included another call to your mom. Another phone call to my mom from my buddy Greg, who goes. Mrs. Davidson, I've got some terrible news regarding your son. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, he's dead. What's next, Corby? <laughs> yeah. So did you ever find out the guy that kicked you? Did you ever talk to him afterwards? You know what's weird is that you know him? things were so... No, I didn't know who he was. Nobody knew who he we was. We need to find this man. He exists somewhere. There's no doubt. People have reached out to me. Retribution. He was... Well, you yeah. know, it's 40 years later, 30 Let's years later. Ball. Hey, yeah, let's hold him He's against the wall. He's older more. <laughs> right. But yeah, he definitely was a dude my age. Did that, you forgive him? That went to Bell. Internally? Just... I don't... I, I just wanted to forget about it, you know? I just wanted it to be gone forever. How long after the incident did your body have full release again? Well, that was part of the recovery. I needed that was part of like you needed to do that clean the pipes yeah and that's the that's what that is called for real it's not because hey man it's time for me to clean them like (laughs) literally I had to to get blood and mucus and whatever else was down there like get it out scabs yeah it was gross anyway I'm mutilated and now I'm an animal So there's wow. the story. Oh, man. Of so that's, that's what Polisic's in for. Yes. Merry Christmas, Christian Polisic.